When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. This week's guest sums up the Hawks' position pretty well. This is where we're going to decide how how well uh, our season went, and this is now or never. Welcome to the Hawks Report from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, brought to you by Emory Healthcare, the official team healthcare provider of the Atlanta Hawks. I'm your host, Sarah Spencer, Hawks beat reporter for the AJC. And if you're listening to us for the first time, please make sure to subscribe or give the Hawks Report a follow on Spotify or Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. Our special guest for today's episode is Hawk Center Clint Capella, if you couldn't already tell from that opener. He is by far the Hawks' main defensive leader, led the league in rebounding last season, third in the league this year at 12.1 per game. And throughout the season, he's definitely had plenty of calls to action for the Hawks, who are stellar offensively, as you probably know if you're listening to this podcast, but you also probably know that defensively they struggle. So he's definitely kind of encouraged them throughout the season to pick it up on that end, be more passionate on that end. And we touched on that, um, his injury to start the season, which sort of caused him to not look totally like himself, Um, being a veteran leader on the team and way more. Um, Clint was really awesome. And I think you guys are going to really enjoy listening to what he had to say. Um, He was really open about, you know, Obviously, he's passionate about defense, and the defense has been struggling this season. He does a lot that might not show up in the stat sheet, um, and obviously that point, that end of the floor is a big point of pride for him, and we get into all those, all that stuff. So without further ado, let's bring in Clint Capella. Clint, thank you so much for sitting down with us today. It's a pleasure. Awesome. Awesome. Well, you're a podcast pro. This is going to be oh. easy. <laughs> How was your all-star break? What were you able to do? Oh, it was good. Just to uh, be able to rest, take a break, uh, get together with some some friends and family. Uh, it was uh, it was a good time to, to get away a little bit. When you're When you do get time off, what is the biggest thing you like to do? Or is it you're so busy on a day-to-day basis, you just like to kind of chill out? Yeah, I mean, a little bit of both. Uh, I chill out, I do stuff like go bowling, race car, uh, just have fun. And uh, obviously, I don't want to just stay home on my couch not doing anything. So uh, I still try to stay active, but not as active as on the court, obviously. Right, <laughs> right, right. You finally, <laughs> finally get to take a little break. Are you a yeah. good, good bowler? 
Uh, I'm all right. I'm, I'm getting better. I'm getting there. Okay. I'm not there yet. I'm getting there. But you're not like someone in this conversation who has to put the bumpers up. You're not that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not like that. I'm good. not like that. No, 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 no. That's Far from good. it. That's <laughs> good. Um, I wanted to ask you, flashing back to when you actually first came, came to the Hawks, um, I remember that first press conference with Travis. And he made a joke about how – do you know what I'm going to say? The joke no, about ahead, you? Okay. So um, he – made a joke about how, you know, the Hawks are were at that point rebuilding and everybody was so young. He was like, you know, Clint at 25 is an old man. <laughs> so Ooh. how, oh um, I, and I know that you've talked about how your role in Houston was so different to your role here um, because now you're like the veteran guy. So what has that been like? I mean, yeah, definitely different. Uh, I feel that now when someone needs to talk, everybody looking at me like you have like, what are you going to say? What is he going to say? Because now I'm kind of the guy that talk more. Or try to talk and uh and it, it was definitely different than they in Houston. I didn't I didn't need to do that. It was it was so many guys ready to talk already. So uh it's that, that that's the difference that I see here from the get go. Well, because in Houston you were kind of like you weren't young, but you were kind of viewed as the younger guy, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Because I started like in that role like I like twenty one, twenty two and then and I was playing with guys like twenty nine and older. So it was just like that big gap. Uh, that big age gap uh, mm -hmm. between me and the other other starters. So it was just, uh, yeah, I was just the, the 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 young guy playing with y'all, but I'm, I'm just young, so I don't I don't know that much. So right. Do you feel is that the kind of responsibility that you like to have, being that like older veteran guy? Because I remember when I first started covering this Hawks team. That was something that was brought up as kind of kind of an issue that there's a lot of you know young guys and a lot of quieter guys you know but you have to be you have to be loud you have to use that voice you know and stuff like that how do you feel like this team is with that and is that kind of a a gap you're kind of trying to bridge yes it's something that I'm trying to do because it was also new for me I was like I got here so it kind of forced me a little bit to to say about how I feel or or from my experience, just say how, how I feel about, about stuff. So uh, it's something that I, yeah, that I take pretty good. Uh, I think I, I, still, uh, I still even, I can even do more. So, uh, but I'm already uh, pretty happy to, to be able to, to do that, like express myself, even either in the locker room or at film or at practice. So uh, it's been pretty good. What about on the actual court? Because I know that that, if there's not, you know, a ton of talking out there, that can be tough too. Um, as that backline guy, you know, are you passionate about making sure this team is talking? And you know, is there still room for growth? Like, how would you evaluate what you guys, how uh, you guys are? Yeah, out there? we, yeah, I think it's been better talking wise. Now it's more about execution wise. Sometimes mm -hmm. we talk, but we don't necessarily do what we say. So uh, more about like now, make sure that every on daily basis that we. We can trust each other on, on the talk and then and, and then be able to execute it at a high level and uh, even during timeouts just make sure that we're on the same page about stuff uh, wherever we make a mistake we make uh, to make sure that we we on the same page and uh, that that's 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 this is where we there is growth mm -hmm. there is room for growth. Mm -hmm. When you look at this team defensively, um, the numbers I was actually going through it by date the other day to start the season and kind of the first maybe 60% of, of the season, the numbers were way lower than what they are or way worse than what they are now. Like there's definitely been improvement over the last, you know, when you guys went on that seven game win streak 
and recently. There's been a few blips, like that game to the game against the Spurs and, and stuff like that. But overall, the numbers have been better. How do you evaluate where you guys are now defensively compared to where you were to start the season? Yeah, especially after the, that game, we just – we really – I really try to – I talked it out a lot uh, at film, like make sure like I take a, like a pause and really trying to explain or make sure like what we want to do here, how we work in and – and then we we can just we can just guess like I mean it's been it's been our problem the whole year so like especially after that game uh, I just try to speak myself because obviously like you said there is not not a lot of us that say anything so I just I was just like you know what I'm just gonna say what I feel what I think and then and then the team kind of responded better to it uh, so uh, it's just it's just from mistakes like that from games like that that at some point we have to say something or express ourselves about how we want to take it from here about not make make the mistake the same way or, or talk it out and and this is this is really where there is room for growth because those kind of games we want to limit that if we want to go where we want to go mm -hmm. defensively like do you almost feel being such a defensive guy is it almost like does that is that side of the ball? Is it almost like personal for you? Like we've got to get yeah. better defensively. This yeah, is like yeah, my no, thing. especially because this is what I see. Is like usually when you get on the team, you 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 kind of see what what the team needs, and I, I see that this is really what we need. Like like we have yeah we have really guys that they can they can do a lot offensively. Uh, and it's exciting, really good, and defensively because we we want to win games at the end. So sure, we really I know that defensively we we have so much uh, room to, to to get better and. And it starts by being able to to make ourselves accountable, talk to each other, and then and that this is where we we're gonna get better. Because if we don't, we just it's not gonna go anywhere. And this is a little bit how I felt like whenever I first got to the team is that we're really good, really talented offensively, but on the other hand, it's like we don't we just hear it like so. Mm -hmm. This is this is why there's so much room to get better because I feel like we have we have all the quality we need, especially on on that defensive end. It just comes to how. How bad we want it, and, uh, and just and make feel the your guy next to you how bad you want it, and it, it comes also on that end. On that end, what has the when you're making those points in film, when you're talking to the guys, what has the response from them been like? No, it's been good. It's just uh, like yeah, really a team that you're always ready to do whatever it takes, but. Uh, yeah, I think we can even do better on the execution point. Uh, be more consistent, more consistent with the talking, more more consistent to to get through screens, more more consistent with a with a rebounding or, or getting the fight. It just it comes with that. But with every night, I know that some games we play well, so the next one we're not we're not as you know. So it, it just happens. So we just got to make sure that every night doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who we play. We still have to to bring the same energy in. And this is where we, we, we're going to be able to, to, to take a really big step forward. Are you kind of saying, like, it doesn't matter what we did well the past game? It doesn't matter what we did well the past season? Past season, definitely. Past game, we should take take what we did here to reproduce it with the same willing. And, uh, yeah, the past season, like, is good, but there is no guarantee to go back where we were. So this is why, like, like the, the that mindset should – like we we need to be even more hungry, mm -hmm. like knowing that there is no guarantee going back where we were. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like that mentality was it 
missing at the start of the season and have you guys gotten it back now or where do you guys feel like you where do you feel like you guys are with that mentality as far as like we can't kind of rest on what we did yeah uh, I think that we uh, yeah I think it's definitely better than the way we started the season just uh, I think it's more the consistency uh, bringing on on, on nightly basis Uh, doesn't matter who we play we got to bring it doesn't matter if it's the Pistons or Orlando or I mean if we did a great job but doesn't matter we we gotta we gotta keep bringing it in uh, and and take I think it's really take pleasure off doing it I feel like the past couple past two games I felt more pleasure doing that mm. uh, defensive end have fun make stops and go running and I really hope that we can can keep doing that because we 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 got it I know like we have it in us well because I feel like sometimes guys love. Fans love, I love, everybody loves energy plays. Everybody loves energy plays. And I feel like a lot of guys, maybe that comes, you know, offensively, like from a big, you know, three or from a Trey Young nutmeg or something. But you can have those defensively too, right? Yeah, like yeah, I remember yeah. a few times last year in the playoffs, like a big block from yes, you or John. Exactly. exactly. No, I definitely am. a big block, a charge. It, it works on that end too. And uh, and we need we need that type of mentality too. We need to bring in our guys that type of mentality too. And uh, this is if we're able to to win the game offensively and defensively like that, it's, it's, this is where we're becoming special. Because really, if you think about it, I, I've thought about this and written a lot about this. You guys have been pretty consistently a top two offense almost the whole season long. Like that's that's pretty much gonna get it done. You yeah, know, yeah. like it's really. It's and we've talked about this, but for people listening, it's gonna come down to defense for you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Offensively, really good. Like, there's no point about it. But uh, yeah, you can't. The eye test yeah, doesn't lie. So the, the numbers don't lie. The only lie. thing, like if we are where we are right now, is it has to. It's, it's the defense. It's really has a group up how we want it, like how we really want to win games, and uh, it, it's gonna come to that. And like I said, I think we we have everything. We need to, to get there, and it's all about really execution and 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 how bad we we, we want it by communicating and and, and say whenever some something's wrong. This is the Hawks report from the Atlanta Journal Constitution. Hip hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song and celebration. The Atlanta Journal Constitution presents hip hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip hop story. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants your rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Hawks Report from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. And before we continue our conversation with Clint Capella, I do really want to thank everyone uh, who subscribes to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution and AJC.com. It really is what makes all of this possible. I know, I know I say that a lot, but it actually like literally genuinely is. Um, if you aren't already a subscriber, you can go to subscribe.ajc.com slash podcast 
And your first month of unlimited digital access is just 99 cents. So that's subscribe.ajc.com slash podcast. So you always know what's really going on. I'm getting really good at saying that website really fast. <laughs> Let's continue our chat with Clint from the Hawks practice facility at the Emory Sports Medicine Complex. One thing I wanted to ask you about is I know to start the season, um, I think you had gotten something like an injection, a, a PRP injection in your heel in the off season. And to start the season, um, at one time we were talking, and I know you mentioned you like to start the game with a dunk, you know, like an ener- energy play kind of early in the game. But it, you maybe you weren't exactly where you wanted to be coming back with that, you know, heel and everything. How do you feel? How do you feel now? Uh, obviously better than the way we started. Uh, it's just that, yeah, I didn't get to usually do my 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 my, uh, my routine work to get ready for the season. So that I feel I, I can feel during the season that it, it, it kind of took a, a big toll on me. So uh, uh, physically, I'm doing all right. I, I just keep pushing it, and uh, yeah, even even though I don't feel my body as I used to, uh, I'm still able to, to to help the team, and that's what I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. I wanted this is like a little bit off topic maybe, but um, I don't know if you remember, or maybe you guys are still doing it, but Bogey, when he was helping you with your free throws, going around to all the different baskets, yeah, I thought that was, like, watching that, I was like, this is like a movie, watching this, like, really? going to all the, yeah, because, like, it was just cool to see the friendship there. Yeah. Uh, like, of course, you guys are teammates, of course, there's basketball, of course, it's a business, but you guys really seem like good friends. You yeah, know, no, so like, we what are, is we it, are. What is your bond with here him we are. like? No, it's really, uh, I mean, since the first day, first day I saw him here, uh, he came, he came to my house and we just, I don't know, he's like that connection. I don't know, it's because probably from Europe or something like that, that connection was uh, immediate and always as easy. Uh, and uh, it's always, yeah, he's a guy that I always see on vacation or wherever. We always, we always see each other. So uh, I just guess that we, we definitely are more than teammates. <laughs> right, right. Have you guys ever talked about like how different because I know both of you guys obviously came from Europe Mm -hmm. you know has it ever been a topic of conversation you know like what it's like how different it is in America whether it's the NBA or just just culturally too probably yeah no we talked about because I remember we 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 were on the same draft because we were sitting by each other I remember him Mm -hmm. and uh, so we talked about that we talked about how different it is like playing in Europe and playing a in the U.S., uh, we talk about all those differences, uh, sharing it in the locker room, actually, and uh, and uh, yeah, we talk about so many stuff, like about about life, about about choices to make, about about everything. It's really like you know how what how you the kind of conversation you have with your friends. So any any subject, we really we really talk about it. So right, and another teammate who has really been playing well, Bogey's been playing great for you guys. Um, another teammate who's coming up is Onyeka Okongwu. Yeah, yeah, what yeah, has it yeah. been like to watch him kind of his game blossom as such a young guy? And yeah. as we talked about, now you're kind of like the veteran guy yeah, on the yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. No, he's been really great. Uh, just by making difference, uh, defensive play, something that the team really uh, enjoyed to have. And uh, I feel like just uh, his way, even finishing at the rim, uh, he's been really tremendous uh, uh, to help the team, uh, especially with that second unit, uh, bringing that energy, do whatever it takes. And uh, this is this is the kind of play that, that the teams need to have to, to, to be a great team, you know. How good is it to see that from a teammate? Because like we just talked about, you know, that passion. I've heard you say so many times, you know, you got to put your heart into yeah. defense. Is it good to see a teammate 
yeah. doing that and yeah. playing with that. Yeah, I already knew that he had that. Uh, that he wasn't really able to get. He had some type of injuries, but I know that like his mindset is defense first. So uh, I knew that he was he was going to bring it. Uh, I didn't know how, but even uh, see see him doing it, it, it really it really uh, it really helps us, me, and and the whole team. Knowing that you're close with Bogey and good friends with him, the way that he has been playing the past, well, now now it's been, you know, weeks for you guys. What has it been like to watch him? From my perspective, it seems like he's really fitting in so well on that unit, and now he's kind of starting to thrive. Yeah, no, really, I feel he's just, uh, I feel, I feel him, first of all, less hesitant, and he's really going for it, and uh and uh, yeah, when we talk, this is this is yeah, this is the message that I feel that he's he's really comfortable about, about everything he's doing out on the court and, and less hesitant. So uh, it's been really uh, it's been really uh, fun to, to to watch him play and, and make those crazy shots and, and actions. Uh, and, and it really helps us, obviously. Of course. What do you think of these first? I mean, because if you look at the schedule, really the first four or five games out of the All-Star break for you guys, it's a tough stretch, you know, and it's kind of a slim margin for error here. I think you play Chicago twice, Toronto, Boston. It's a that's a big stretch. I know. I know players. and I know the, I the game, the game, one game at a time. Yeah, you know, I know, of course, of course. Um, but it seems like this stretch can really kind of make or break you guys like is there any you know feeling of of pressure to make sure there's no letdown yeah not not pressure but we know that we uh yeah even the 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 next game next two games we 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 know that this those gonna be tough and we're gonna we're gonna have to bring it and uh even by the way we've we we came back from the break with with two good good practices like we 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 gotta be ready for 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 these for these next games because they're gonna be hard so no pressure but Really be ready to, to to go to war and, and execute because obviously, like you said, it's, it's not it's not going to be easy. Those teams they, they in front of us uh, right now, so uh, we we're gonna have to at some point in the season we have to send a message by by winning those games by by by, by put it uh, by pulling the, the 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 league on like let them know that we we coming or like we we trying to make a run and and those that these are those type of games that we need to. To, to win to, to make sure that every everybody can can feel that we now we we serious like we're trying to get there for real and we're not just talking you know so it's kind of now or never as far as like making a statement yeah exactly this mm-hmm. is this is how I feel like this is the right time to 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 finally make a statement and be really like yeah we we don't we didn't just say we're trying to go there we really want to go there like this is only on the court and by action that we can prove it and these games are at the right time this is a, a big picture question, but what has this season been like for you? Because I know everything with COVID was crazy for a while there. And I feel like you and John have been pretty consistent in talking about like, we need more from the defense. You know, we need more, we need more from the defense. Like, has it been tough or, or frustrating at all to not maybe get that consistently it w- just what has it been like for you yeah sometimes you feel like you win a couple of games in a row and then you start losing like we right back where we were before so it's like it's frustrating from that point definitely that like i said that consistency that we didn't have for, for long enough or whenever we have it at some point we, it's just like right back where we were so that's that's the kind of step back that's been frustrating uh when when you take up a step forward and then some games like 
like I felt like the Spurs game where I didn't I didn't understand like we we like what's wrong like what's wrong with us like what we look like we our old self against like those games are really frustrating and um, and yeah so yeah we've just been been trying to even I've been trying to tell John like defense 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 because like to win games this is what we need to 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 make everybody eat and everybody special on our team it comes from wins like we all gonna yeah we're gonna have good games in school but it's not we're not gonna go anywhere if we don't make something special with the team you know so it really comes from the defense and and this is really try, this is the message I, I i really try to spread the spread because this is a culture that that i come from also with houston that i really got to be who i am with with the wins and obviously like doing good stuff but with the wins to, to make it seem to the league that what I'm doing works. And this is this is really the message that I'm trying to bring. Mm-hmm. When there is a game where there's like a, just kind of, it's kind of a blip, you know, cause that game, that Spurs game, it was an outlier, you know, um, the the Celtics game where everything, the, the first half was great, up 10 at halftime. And then, you know, giving up 42 points in, in the third quarter, what um, was it? Is it just a matter of you know, staying mentally locked in, or not? I'm not talking just about you, but team wide. Yeah, yeah, it's always the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Uh, the first half was great, and yeah, the third quarter it was uh, yeah, 42 points. Obviously, a lot. Obviously, we we didn't do the job. So I don't know. Probably focus. I know they made some tough shots, but defensively, we we, we weren't where we were uh, in the first half. The, the, that intensity wasn't wasn't as it was in the first half so obviously especially when you're on the road it's it's tough to it's tough to to get back when you lose it in the third quarter so uh obviously like that that consistency even comes uh within the game like when when you get a good first half you got to be consistent even the whole game and and that's something that we're gonna have to have even if we have to stop making ourselves uh uh yeah make ourselves accountable by you know talking each other maybe louder be more aggressive or get on each other to, to really make sure that we, we stay locked in. Uh, so uh, we, we, we're going to have to do something about that too. Mm-hmm. And it's just crazy how slim the the margin for error is. You know, it's the all-star break feels like the halfway point, but really it's like the two-thirds point, you know, 24 games left. You guys are five games back from the sixth seed, which is where we just talked about Boston. Um, I know the goal is still to – get to that top six spot if possible. Um, but also, you know, just win as many games as possible and probably position yourself as best as possible. What do you think you guys can get there? And what do you think you guys can do in these final Yeah, no, I think we have everything we need, like I said. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we can, it's like this is the time that we have to show consistency. Uh, consistency. This is the time where uh, we have to make a statement. And uh, it's, it's now or never. Uh, I think during the season – yeah, it was kind of up and down, uh, and now this is the time where we have, like, we can't have up and downs anymore. So uh, this is where we're gonna uh, decide the, the 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 how how well uh, our season went, and uh, and this is now or never. So uh, uh, at least we 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 play good good team to 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 get us better, get us locked in, and 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 like you said, there's no there's not a lot of marks for error. So. Uh, uh, honestly, this, this is now or never. And like I said again, we have what it takes. We just, we just need to 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 want it more as a team. 
Want it more meaning like meaning like no like oh, yeah, okay guys we're up ten at half but like we know they're gonna come out hard like we we gotta do it together like especially on that defensive end we we gotta do it we gotta stay locked in on that player that player like mm -hmm. we know they're gonna come at us so we, we got we just as a team we gotta know like each guy from each team's gonna come at us and is gonna try to win the game so we, and and by doing that we we're gonna be really gonna be better but. It really comes from 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 that togetherness that we we're gonna have to have during games. Perfect note to end on. Thank you so much uh, for joining us, Clint. <laughs> Pleasure. <laughs> okay, so that was a really awesome interview with Clint. I hope you guys really enjoyed listening to that. I found it to be super insightful and. I like that he wasn't afraid to dig into some of the issues that the team has had this season. Obviously, the season hasn't been perfect, but they've still got an opportunity here. Um, and coming up, just like Clint and I talked about, the Hawks have a very key four or five game stretch out of the All-Star break. Uh, the Hawks will play in Chicago Thursday. And I am actually uh, recording this episode uh, – I actually landed in Chicago not long ago, and it was snowing. So – kind of sort of warm in Georgia for everybody who's listening to this podcast in Georgia enjoying the warmth just know I'm in like 30 degree no not even 30 like 20 degree weather in Chicago with the snow but I mean hey we're only here for a few days you know and then I get to come back home uh, producer Jay chiming in to tell you Sarah that it was 75 degrees in Atlanta this afternoon it was 75 oh my gosh you know and I'm pretty sure I was just there, but it feels like like a year ago. I don't know what it is about recording an interview and then getting and then flying and then do something else. Doing something else once you're there, you're like, was that light years ago or thirty seconds? I can't tell. Uh, but anyway, so uh, besides the time dilation field that we're all kind of stuck in here, um, so on this stretch, the Hawks will play the Bulls twice, the Raptors, the Celtics, and the Wizards. The Bulls, as of right now, so it's it's Wednesday night right now as I record this, um, the Bulls are tied with the Heat for the best record in the East. The Raptors are at number seven, which is obviously top spot for the play-in. The Celtics are number six, last slot for the playoffs. And the Wizards are number 11. The Wizards are struggling, but the reason why I include them on this stretch is because they're one game back from the Hawks. So you have to be careful because that team is right behind you in the standings and gunning for a play-in spot because obviously at number 10, the Hawks have that last play-in spot right now. And because they're playing so many teams that are, you know, right above them in the standings, it's a big opportunity over these next few days, this next week or two to potentially rise in the standings pretty quick or potentially fall. So we'll have to see what happens there. Uh, really can't afford a losing streak or many losses at all, honestly, in these final 24 games, just like Clinton and I spoke about. So hope you guys enjoyed today's interview. Um, please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, share. I would say listen, but I feel like y'all have that one down pat. If you made it this far, um, all that good stuff. So we'll have another episode for you Monday. And thank you guys again for listening to the Hawks Report from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. I'm Ernie Suggs, race and culture reporter for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. And I'm Ned Ravone, lifestyle columnist. Atlanta has been known as the Black Mecca for so many years, but that means something different to everybody. It means everything to me. I've been living here for 24 years, and I am still amazed at how rich the city's Black culture continues to grow. Every day I wake up, I learn something new. Well, you all can learn something new by subscribing to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution's new newsletter called Unapologetically ATL. 
It's all about the people, the events, and the entertainment happening in Metro Atlanta that Black people might want to know about. Like historically Black colleges and universities. Atlanta's thriving art scene. And the city's growing neighborhoods. Wherever you live, we want to hear from you. We want to hear what issues are important to you. So subscribe today at www.ajc.com slash unapologetically ATL. Only from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution.